and I came home from a wedding. It was really late at night. It was like one in the morning. I was exhausted. I'd been working like 15 hours. And he was just up in the living room and he was like, I'm done. Welcome to the podcast by Mikhail Alphon. What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am super pumped about this episode, but this one in particular, because today we're going to be talking about how to manage your relationships when you work really freaking hard. Whether you're an entrepreneur or super focused on your career, it can be really difficult to manage your personal relationships and definitely the ones with your significant other. Now, to help us with that conversation, we have the founder of Events by the Sea, Christina, here to talk to us today. But before I speak too much, Christina, why don't you say what's up to the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, guys. Um, Again, my name is Christina. I'm the owner and principal planner at Events by the Sea. I'm so excited to be here and talk about this topic. Um, It's definitely been something that I've uh, been struggling with in the last year, so I'm excited to kind of give my insight. Um, I... I'm an event planner um, by heart, and I my company does a little bit of everything from weddings to corporate events to baby showers, gender reveals, retirement parties. We're um, based in Orange County, but we go all over, and um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and constantly on the go and meeting all types of different people. So you plan gender reveals? Yes, that's a thing. Wow, man, that's real crazy. I've seen some real good Oh, ones. people go all out. Yeah. Yeah, same with baby showers are a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. How did and you... the first birthdays, we just did one. You're planning a first birthday. We just did one, yeah, and they went all out. I've been going to a lot of those <laughs> parties lately, and that's how I know that I'm, like, getting older. Yep. Because my <laughs> friends are like, hey, do you want to come over to, like, Hux's birthday party? I'm like, isn't he one? <laughs> It's going to be catered. There's going to be live music. Exactly. Is the baby formula spiked? Because I'm down. (laughs) (laughs) There's always plenty of booze at those parties. There has to be. There has to. How did you get into uh, event planning? Let's talk about that. How did you get into event planning? What made you want to start your business? So originally, so I went to UC Irvine. Mm -hmm. Um, I studied anthropology and English. So completely different from what I'm doing now. Um, my mom is a teacher, and I thought that I wanted to be a teacher as well. So um, originally, the goal was to be an English teacher. Okay. And then, <laughs> which you know, I realized amongst doing internships and working throughout college, that wasn't going to be my passion. I wouldn't be happy. Um, so I interned for a fashion designer in LA, and I put on fashion shows for her. And that's really when I started to fall in love with behind the scenes of events yeah and then I ran a college club um, that where we put on fashion shows as well to raise money for different philanthropies in the area yeah and um, yeah so that's really where I really began to fall in love and then from there I got offered a position through Kendra Scott which is a jewelry company mm-hmm. and I did all their fashion shows and big philanthropy events and I actually met my current mentor who owns Pure Lavish Events. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked for her for about four years. And then I started my business two years ago. Awesome. How's the two yeah. years been? It's been good. It's yeah. been a struggle, like up and down, you know. I yeah. feel like any entrepreneur understands that. Right. But it has been really rewarding Absolutely. because I'm the creator and I get to, like, you know, put on my own events and yeah. be, like, it's it's my, it's my baby. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. How 
like when your old employer mm-hmm. um, slash mentor um, heard the news that you wanted to start yes. your own thing, how did you like muster up the courage to have that conversation? It was extremely difficult. I had been sitting on it for about six months mm-hmm. um, before I actually told her that I was thinking about moving on. And not only moving on, but moving on and starting my own business. Yeah. Of course, the biggest worry was I didn't want her to ever feel like I was taking her ideas. Right. And basically, you know, copying her, but then making myself better and, and outshine her and or be a, a competition of any sort. Mm-hmm. And I realized that we were so different in so many ways because she solely focused on just weddings. Sure. She never branched out of baby showers and reveals those whole thing. Yeah. And I wanted to do all types of events. I didn't want to be just dealing with brides or dealing just doing weddings. Yeah. And so I told her and I said, you know, look, Carrie, like you inspired me because she started her business at the age of 26. Mm-hmm. And here I was 26 and wanting to start my own business. And I really looked up to her. Right. And so I kind of, I went in it that way first. Yeah. Um, and I just totally, I bared my soul to her. I mean, there was a lot of tears in the conversation and I was so worried that I was going to lose out on all the relationships that I created within the company yeah. and lose her. And I think just being honest and being vulnerable mm-hmm. showed her that, no, I mean, I'm serious about it. And I yeah. wanted to keep the good relationship with yeah. her. And so to this day, yeah, we're so supportive and we share clients. That's so awesome. So if I'm booked, I will send a client her way. And if she's booked, she'll send a client to me. And Leaders raise other leaders up, right? Yep. Man, that's so incredible. I'm so pumped for you. Thank you. Yeah. So... I mean, you're in a really tough business, in my opinion. Like you're dealing like gender reveals. I mean, especially weddings. These are some of the most important days of people's lives. Walk us through that process. How do you manage those types of relationships? Really, it's just about being relatable. I mean, I don't want my clients to ever think that I'm just their event planner Mm -hmm. or their wedding planner. I want them to know that I genuinely care about the event and understand the scope of it. Sure. It is the biggest day of their life, you know, especially when you're dealing with someone's wedding. I mean, when you're working with a bride, they've been thinking, you know, as a woman, I know what it's like when as a little girl, you think of your wedding, you know, one day and you it's just this biggest day of your life. And there's so many different emotions. And I think just for them to know that I'm there for them as a friend, too, you know, and that they can really come to me. Yeah, Um, I think that's what makes my job so rewarding too is even after the event's over I still have a relationship with my clients and they'll call me you know I just got a call from a client who's now pregnant and we're doing their gender reveal baby shower (laughs) next month and it's just crazy because I was there for their wedding and now I'm kind of going through this life journey with them and the fact that they still think of me and call me and want me to continue to be part of that life journey is so special yeah you know I was that was actually going to be my next question was like have you got? Have you had somebody where you did the wet? Or I'm sure you did the engagement parting to oh, the wedding. Oh yes, right? that's very like popular. Wedding to first birthday. Imagine when you're like, hey, can you plan my son's uh, graduation party? Like that I would know. be crazy. I know. Yeah. People joke about that. Like I have two clients right now, and they're like, Christina, we're keeping you for life. Like one day you're gonna do our retirement party, and you're gonna be retiring. I'm yeah. like, that would be awesome. I hope that I can still do that. Would you be open to talking about the most extravagant event that you've planned so far? Yes, um, I would have to be. It was recently. Okay. Um, it was May twelfth um, at the Surf and Santa Laguna, mm-hmm. and these clients 
first of all, they're just beyond hardworking. They're entrepreneurs themselves. Great. Um, the groom is, he flips homes for a living. Sure. And she's an interior designer. Great. And so they're this like oh, wow. amazing duo. Yeah. And they really started from the bottom and their business is just flourishing. And they're like the true definition of like true entrepreneurship and the fact that they're like a couple doing it. Yeah. And they're so... They're, they're, I mean, they're an amazing couple. It's like the Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes, of- it really is. It really is. And so they they actually had all of their family from Mexico flown in. And so this was a very big deal um, mm-hmm. for them. And they really wanted to put on this just not only just a wedding, but they really wanted to entertain their guests and create an experience. I mean, they yeah. had ice sculptures. They had a live painter violinist, wow. a live penis. I mean, they, they went all out. They had fireworks. We did the whole thing. Jeez. And I started with them from the moment they, they got engaged. They had fireworks? When they came out of their grand entrance, they had fireworks that came out. Dang, I got to make sure Alexa doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> they Their wedding video is insane. It was such a beautiful day. And they had their two St. Bernards there. Okay. Oh, wow. Yes, those are extravagant dogs. Whiskey and bourbon are their names. That's amazing. And they came out for the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, drool and all. That's so rad. Um, it was just, it was beautiful. If you've ever been, have you been to the Surf and Sand? That's one of my favorite restaurants, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful, beautiful resort. Yeah. Or Surf and Sand. There's the restaurant. There is two restaurants there. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, the one that's like on the on the beach is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, for sure. It gets cold. So they got married on the rooftop. Yeah. Terrace. So they overlooked. Of course they did. Like, why would they be on the ground? Right. (laughs) And then they had the beautiful ballroom. It was extremely lavish. Unreal, gorgeous. Yeah. From the invitations to the menus. So do you do everything like the? Like, do they just hire you and you source everybody? So there's different packages. But Uh for instance, the package that they chose, they were like, we are so busy. Here's what we like. You do everything kind of thing. Okay. So I picked the design of their invitations, picked their venue, picked all the vendors, handled all pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. We're both in a relatively creative space. I can only imagine. Like for us, it's like revisions on videos and graphics and things like that. Do you get a lot of revisions on design? Oh, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people change their mind constantly. Yeah. And Pinterest does not help with that. No. (laughs) I actually hate Pinterest. (laughs) I will just throw it out there. Yes. I feel like it's so overwhelming for, for weddings. Yeah. I people. Yeah. I love going on there to get recipes and those kinds of things. But when it comes to, it does not help make an event planner's life easy. Yeah. And have you had to plan anything weird? I mean, for me, like gender reveal isn't weird. I know that that's a big thing now. I don't remember. It is a very big thing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the coolest, this is off topic, but one of the coolest ones I saw was the guy was a boxer. So he had, the the woman was holding two, um, whatchamacallit, two boxing bags. Okay. And when he punched it, it popped and it was the color. And I thought it was amazing. That is super cool and creative. Yeah, right? And I was just, and he was like wearing the gloves, like the whole thing. And for me, like, I'm not trying to have a kid anytime (laughs) soon, but I'm really into boxing. So I was contemplating, like, how does this. Well, maybe you can do that. Yeah, maybe I should do that. Alexa would probably let me do it. Yeah, I'm sure she will. (laughs) Have Have you had to plan any weird events yet? Oh, weird. Um, no, no. That's good. I have not like too weird, but like uh, my daughter lost her first tooth. Can we plan an event event for this? I feel like that's coming up. 
that probably will come up. <laughs> the millennials, they're going to come up with weird events. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, life moments. What? I mean, you're busy. Yes. Yeah, because you're not even, you're, I think in that, in your space, you're not even just managing your own life. And in in that transition for people, it's like you're managing their lives too, mm-hmm. which is nuts. So, you know, what are the things that you do as an individual to kind of keep you centered, keep yourself centered? Yeah. That's really important. Uh, it was very, it was very hard for me in the beginning mm-hmm. because I didn't. I wanted to focus every moment of my life on my business, right. but then everything else around me was suffering because mm-hmm. of that. My relationships, mm-hmm. not only with my ex boyfriend, but with my friends, my family. I wasn't making time for anybody, um, n- nor was I making time for myself. Mm-hmm. And meditation has become really important to me and my morning walks morning walks morning walks um and that's with no phone like no music Mm -hmm. just like outside just kind of zoning out um is like what i need in the morning yeah um just that good hour and a half of just my me time good and another thing too is what i'm struggling with still is like shutting the phone off at a certain time does that happen you do you actually turn it off I don't turn it off, but what I do is I... <laughs> you like how I panicked? I know. What I do is I, I put it... It's this weird thing I do. I will... I'll hide it. I'll put it like... I'll go outside of my condo and I'll go down to the parking structure and I'll put my phone in the trunk and I'll lock the door and I'll like, okay, if you want to go out and get it, you're going to have to go out in the middle of the night. There might be some coyotes out there. You're going to have to go get your phone. And it's hard, but like I, I try to do that like before I go to bed like so I'm not like on the phone looking through Instagram checking emails but it's hard it's hard yeah that's something I still kind of struggle with is disconnecting from the phone um even when I'm on vacation I still feel like I'm not on vacation because I'm working right so it's just finding that balance um but definitely my morning walks and meditation in the morning is what keeps me sane yeah I see that being like a common uh a common pattern amongst people that are doing what you're doing or what we're doing is having like a morning routine just to kind of prime yourself for the rest of the the day day. yeah yeah and it's mornings it's your it's quiet Mm -hmm. you know people are still sleeping i'm Mm -hmm. sure you're an early bird yes yeah (laughs) um so getting up at the crack of dawn when no one's around is there's something so peaceful about that yeah it's the best and And i know no one's gonna bother me right i was gonna say it's like the only time you're not getting like uh uh, emails at like because they start at like 6.37, I feel oh, like. Oh, they do. Yeah, and they go and I mean, I'll have brides who are having meltdowns emailing me at midnight, 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. And they, they want an answer now, you yeah. know? Um, so. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I just I just thought about how gnarly that must be. Yeah, it's just a lot of pressure sometimes. Yeah. You primarily in Orange County is all your events yeah. too, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So you mentioned um, you kind of ran into some issues with your now ex Yes. boyfriend mm-hmm. um how long were you with him five years five years so this was even you know this was even when you were in college in college okay great mm-hmm. so what happened honestly it spiraled um it all started we had a wonderful relationship um i really genuinely believe that he i thought he was going to be my person mm-hmm. um we had traveled together we really lived a we had a really great relationship before we moved in. Mm-hmm. And um, when we decided to move in, it was three years into our relationship. Okay. And 
the first six months was amazing and then the first year that's when I decided I wanted to start my own business sure and he was very supportive for it he knew all along that that's my that was my goal in the end Mm -hmm. was to have my own event planning company he knew that from day one and he was so so supportive and was all about it and then when I actually did it and I was working really late, always on emails, kind of not really invested fully in the relationship at first. I mean, because it, I was... That's what it takes. That's what it takes. And I, we had very serious conversations leading up to it. And I told him, I said, you know, things are probably going to change a little bit. I'm probably not going to be able to go on our all of our dates all the time and be with your family all the time. And there's, there's going to be days where I'm going to be working really late and... I might be out with clients really late, and I just hope that you're going to be okay with that. And, and he seemed like he was okay with that. But then, uh, sure enough, that became – every argument became back – t- it came, it just came around back to my business. And he said, I feel like you're choosing that over me. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why do I have to choose – why do I have to make a decision? Why can't it just be like you support me um, – and I support you and we do this together because in the end, like what I'm hoping is that I don't have to be glued to the business. That yeah. this is something that I can carry on through the next 20, 30, 40 years sure. and maybe pass down to our kids. And it's something that we can say together that we survived it together. Yeah. And really he was like, I just don't think this is the life I want. And he's like, to be honest, I kind of would like you to be like a stay at home mom and um, you know, not work so much. And I said, well, that's not my dream. And you knew that. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm kind of changing what I want out of my life. And it, it was a big shocker. And we are actually in the process of buying our first home. Mm-hmm. And I came home from a wedding. It was really late at night. It was like one in the morning. I was exhausted. I'd been working like 15 hours. And he was just up in the living room and he was like, I'm done. Like right when I walked in hmm. and I said, what? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. You're out way too late. I, I just can't. I can't do it. How long ago was that? That was a year and a half ago. Do you mind if I ask you some maybe weird questions? Sure. Okay. What did he do for a living? He was an accountant. He was an accountant. How, um, how old was he? 27. When you guys separated, you were 27. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, generally, would you say that he was a relative that, I mean, obviously before you started your thing, do you, did you find him to be a secure, confident person? It's a great question. I realized that after the breakup, I realized Mm -hmm. I was with someone who was very insecure. Yeah. Um, he kept saying that he lost himself in me and that he felt like I, he was a shadow. Okay. Um, yeah. That was kind of the words he kept repeating. Um, and even he tried actually after we broke up to get back together with me continuously. He yeah. still has tried. Um, and he's like, well, I'm better now. I feel like I'm a man now. I can handle it. Um, and it's like, no, yeah. it, it's, at this point it's too late. But he definitely felt like he was in my shadow. Yeah. And I think being a woman and an entrepreneur is definitely harder. And a successful one. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. definitely harder. Yeah. Uh, because women are still seen. I mean, uh, of course, it's definitely changing. I'm, it's an amazing time to be a female and to be an entrepreneur. Sure. 
but men are definitely intimidated by that still oh, and yeah. don't uh, they they may say that they support it but i don't think they fully support it they support it until they realize that they are no longer like the breadwinner or responsible mm-hmm. for your confidence and happiness right right it's mm-hmm. real crazy I have a lot of thoughts on this. <laughs> I see that. And this, share. And, yeah, and that's 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 a lot of the reason that I wanted to talk about that too. I mean, uh, w- were there any red flags for you, like when you started your business? Was were there things that he say said or like how he treated you that was like wow? Like you pretend honestly. I'm sure this might might have gone through your head. It's like you're saying that you support me, but what you're saying is not being supportive. Like were there red flags like that or changes in how he treated you that you thought? Maybe this is going to end soon. You know, honestly, I was very blindsided. I mean, he was the type of boyfriend after a long day on my feet, there would be a bath waiting for me, Yeah. you know, um, and he would have food picked up and he would even come to some of the events and help pick up for me. Um, but I felt like there was he was unhappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like he felt like he had to do those things mm-hmm. and it's not what he wanted to do. Yeah. It's not that I asked him to do those things, but it seemed like he felt obligated. Um, yeah. I I was definitely, though, but I was very blindsided. Yeah. What about, like, when those things were, when that was going on, because you said that you started arguing about the time and your attention and things like that. Were there Was there anything that you, like, tried to do to resolve that? Or was it just like, you know what? I'm, this is my business. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, I mean, definitely. Um, the phone was a big issue. He, you know, he's like, you're always on the phone. You're always emailing. You're always doing something on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, well, when you get home at work, I will not be on the phone. Okay. And that's what I did. And I just woke up really early and did all my emails that from the evening. Sure. And that's just what I did for a while, even though it brought a lot of anxiety. Okay. Um, I felt like I wasn't fully present because I knew that I was getting blown up and I, I had clients that needed an answer. Yeah. But I was trying to make him happy and I didn't want to lose him. Yeah. So it was just this constant struggle and I think he felt that too. Sure. And then um, family was very, family is very important to me. It was very important to him as well and I was extremely close to his family and so every Sunday we would go to his family's house mm-hmm. And I made an effort that, okay, I'm leaving the phone at our apartment. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bring it on Sundays. It's just going to be me, you, your family. And I, I made the conscious effort to do that and it seemed like it was working. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, I got to play devil's advocate, too. Yeah. On those On those nights where you would, let's say, put the phone down at 6. He's an accountant. I'm sure he got mm-hmm. home 637 yeah, type thing. Okay. Yeah. Put the phone down at 6. You're in an interesting spot because you're dealing with quote unquote like normal people <laughs> yeah <laughs> where you're planning their event so they have a job so they're hitting right. you so up the, from six to ten right that's their time exactly to reach out. um so when you weren't responding to those and instead responding at you know five in the morning six in the morning did you see that hurting your business at all to be honest no mm-hmm. i didn't um because i still am prompt with my responses people always still this air so like amazed by the fact that i will still respond with them within 24 hours mm-hmm. so it didn't affect my business sure but it it affected me because it gave me so much anxiety and stress in the morning because i had s- twice the emails that i would typically have sure and then i couldn't do my morning walk i couldn't meditate yeah. Um, so it affected me yeah. and I think in turn, it probably affected some of my clients because by the time I met with them in person, I 
was exhausted, was not fully there, wasn't as creative. Right. And then, of course, dealing with, you know, relationship problems mm -hmm. that, you know, and you're dealing with couples on a daily. It was a constant reminder that my relationship was suffering and I was <sighs> dealing with these happy couples. Yeah. And so that was very hard. Yeah. So you had to put this face on all the time. Yeah. And that became extremely exhausting. For you as an individual, do you feel like, you know, and because you mentioned that when you didn't respond in the middle of the night, it didn't really affect your business. You didn't lose revenue, like those kind of very measurable things. But the type of person you are, it's like, were you just like, you know what? I want to respond within an hour and now you're not letting me do that because that is my brand. This is what mm -hmm. I do. Like how, how much of there the was anxiety, resentment. there was resentment because of that. There was yeah. for sure. And so when we would argue that would come up. Yeah. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy, it dude. was like, I know that you're so brutal. much happier now, but like, so much, I have so much empathy for that, like for that, for that spot. You know, I think I've kind of been there sometimes too. Um, so when you broke up, it sounded like it was kind of his call. Yep. Was it a relief to you? At first, no. Mm -hmm. um, I was in the midst of wedding season. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's yeah. <laughs> um, I was completely blindsided, depressed. Yeah. Um, oh, man. And I had to deal with a bunch of happy couples. Yeah. And pretend that I was happy. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really difficult for me. Um, but I'm so glad I went through it. Yeah. How did you get over it? Family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, family, um, was everything during that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was you have good friends and amazing friends. Yeah. Um, but it was hard because all my friends, you know, I, we were all friends together. Like I lost not only him, but I lost mm. his family, his Especially friends. after that long in college. Oh yeah, I mean, and his it, it didn't make it any easier because his family was so ag against his decision, and so they were constantly involved and checking in, and it wasn't allowing me to really move on. I mean, actually, just a month ago, I had to finally tell his parents and sister to kind of. Oh shit! It was still going on. Oh yeah. 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 Um, you seem like a great person. I don't blame them. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. it's just, it, it was, it was very difficult. Yeah. What about family and friends? How do you manage those relationships now? Now it's a big priority for me. Okay. Like I need to see my family and friends. I realized that with the breakup mm -hmm. that I need to like maintain those relationships because mm -hmm. when something goes haywire or you're struggling, it's nice to have someone that you can talk to and share with. And I know my friends, they're going through stuff too. So I'm, it's nice to be their support as well. And, yeah. um, I see my mom every week. We have our weekly nights together That's awesome. and, um, it's nice that all my friends are local. So squeeze in a lunch here and there, a dinner here and there yeah. in between clients, but everyone is so supportive of what I do. And I think that's the biggest part of being an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur, I'm sure you understand that is surrounding yourself with people that um, are like-minded. Mm -hmm. um, not only, they don't have to be an entrepreneur, entrepreneurs necessarily, but yeah. have their own passions and drive and goals. Yeah. And together you can support each other in that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's extremely important. What uh, are, you know, now that you are able to spend, because I'm sure that it wasn't just your, uh, it wasn't just your ex-boyfriend that was suffering. Like your family and friends were suffering during that time they too, were, right? But they were still so supportive. Right, of course. Yeah. What were some of the like 
tools or processes that you put in place so that you could kind of balance your time with your family and your friends, yourself and your business? I think it's creating actual days off. Mm. Like, so <laughs> I like looked at you like, what? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, and I still don't have actual days off, even when I do have a day off and in a day off, I mean, not having client meetings. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that is so I really make an effort to and that's typically Mondays and Tuesdays Good. Um, where I do not schedule any client meetings. Yeah. And doesn't mean I'm not going to be on my phone or emailing or taking phone calls. It just means that I will have a full day where I can actually see my mom, see my sister, see my friends, but still get stuff done. Yeah. You know, um, that's extremely important. Yeah. And now you and do you hide the phone when you're with your mom and your friends? No, no, no. I mean, it's it's there, but I'm not I'm not taking calls when I'm with them, yeah. you know, but it's it's there. You really cherish the time that you have. So like it's like hyper focused on your on that time with them. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So are you dating now? I am dating. OK. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing. My sister's here, Tiffany, because she encouraged me to get on the apps. Which one? Um, on Bumble. I was really anti-dating apps. But, well, first of all, I was with someone for five years, and apps were not a thing yeah. before I met him. And then all my other boyfriends before that were met just through friends. Mm -hmm. Organically, right? Yeah, of course. And, you know, I'm not, I, I like going out, but I'm not like a, a bar fly, and I don't want to really necessarily meet someone at a bar. No, that never turns out. It good. never turns out good. Yeah. Um, I dated, I dated a groomsman before I got on the app. That awesome. was interesting. Uh, didn't want to, don't want to do that again because it was just conflict of interest. Yeah. Um, but yes, I'm dating. I'm on the app. I'm so happy. I have young girls on my team that, uh, encourage that <laughs> because I would have never done it. So are you dating? I mean, this, are you seeing multiple people? Are you exclusive or I'm seeing multiple people. Okay. I'm feeling that I'm going to do it. I'm doing it differently this time. Do the people know that you're seeing multiple people? Cause if they hear this, they might be like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, they do now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, what? I mean, you can't. No, no exactly. You know, I, the thing is, it's all about communication. Absolutely. I go right away the first day, and maybe this is, you know, not a good thing, but, you know, I'm at a point in my life where it's like you have to be honest, mm -hmm. and there's no games here. Yeah. You know, I'm 28 years old. Mm -hmm. um, I have my own business. Mm -hmm. um, I live on my own. You know, and I don't want to repeat my past. Right. You know, and I want to be with someone who has their own life and yeah. doesn't feel like they're my shadow. Yeah. You know, is confident in who they are. And when they say that they want to support a woman, that they really want to support her. Yeah. Um, and so I laid on the line. I said, you know, look, I was in a five-year relationship. I want to take things slow. I'm not trying to be someone's girlfriend anytime soon. I'm not trying to move in with anybody anytime soon. Sure. Um, I just want to get to know you and feel you out yeah. and see what you're about. And I want you to kind of see what I'm about. And this is my schedule. And I don't, I don't, I'm not available on weekends. That's a big thing for people. Yeah you have normal jobs yeah they're like oh you can't hang out on friday nights no unfortunately not i you know doing rehearsals weddings that kind of thing and um i've had a i've gone through a lot of uh filtered a lot of guys yeah. that way good um but 
it also has allowed me to track the right people. Guys gotta like, <laughs> guys gotta step it up a little bit because they do have to it's step so it crazy. Up. Like a year, in, they're like, oh yeah, my, my, you know, I'm I'm a man's man and blah blah. blah. Then a year into it, they're like, she never comes around and did it. Like, oh, get a life, right? <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're just like a confident, like, go-getter, like, all-around man. Like, your girlfriend scored the jackpot. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's hard to find. It's it's really hard to find. Uh, that didn't come overnight. You know what I mean? I'm sure it didn't. I used to have to be coddled. I'll, I'll be honest really? with you. Yeah. I used to have to be. like that. Um, now I don't have to. I, I dated a girl for a while who, okay. um, she told me she loved me once in a year and a quarter or something like that. Okay. She told me that I was handsome once, like in that same year. Um, I can actually like pinpoint the day and time because it was just, and I'm a, like, I just need to hear it. Like, I actually don't care about quality time. I mean, I do, but yeah. like, it's not really about quality time. I'm energized by a lot of people. So that's right. maybe tough for my girlfriend now is like, I like being around a lot of people. She likes more one-on-one -on -one type time. of thing, yeah. but I'm very conscious of that. So I like, yeah, of course you compromise. Yeah. But uh, all I need to do is be told so that that's kind of what it is. But she really taught me that like I can survive without it. Um, you know, but I always, you know, what's funny though, is I always told myself that I would, I would date, a, I would probably end up with a hairstylist because their <laughs> schedules are crazy. Yep. Their schedules are crazy. They have tons of empathy, I'm assuming, because they have to listen to so many people. Yep. They're dealing with all types of people. Absolutely. And they have a style that I like. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the way they dress. Edgy. Think, exactly. Yes. And so Creative. my girlfriend like crushes in all of it. Like we have a really good thing. But very similar. I had to tell her, you know, in the beginning because when I did I spent time on like I'm good with me is what I did. Right. So when we um when we started dating, I did a very similar thing where I was just like, look, I work seven days a week for the most part. You know what I mean? I'm up early. I'm up late. My business is my baby and my family. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not that you're not going to come first. Of but, course. But like, this is my life. This is my life. Mm -hmm. And I don't see myself changing anytime soon. And then three and you don't and you shouldn't have to change. Shouldn't have to. Three mm -hmm. months into the relationship, I was like, fuck, I think she works harder than I do. <gasps> Yeah. Really? Yeah. So she actually had helped me step up my game. She'll probably hear this and be like, huh, "Wow, yeah, real crazy." So, but same thing. Like on s Sundays or whatever. Like it's just us. Like we're not trying to do what we're doing. But this is podcast is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> no, it's about us. It's about us <laughs> <laughs> and our stories. So you mentioned that you're you're looking for somebody that is confident, has their own life, mm -hmm. um, that type of thing. Uh, what what would you say that you're going to do differently if you do find that person? In the in the relationship mm -hmm. itself? <sighs> I love that you can't answer this question because you're like, fuck that, why should I have to change? I feel like I have such a good thing going for myself. Yeah. You know, like I finally am at a point in my career and my business where I have this great balance mm -hmm. um, between my personal life and my work life. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just trying to find the person that is wanting to share it all with me. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you're right. I really don't want to change, yeah. you know, what I'm doing or who I am for anybody. I felt like I had to compromise and sacrifice a lot with my ra last relationship. And I just want to be with someone that accepts me for who I am, as cheesy and cliche as that sounds. Yeah. And I want to be able to do the same for them. And I don't want anyone to ever feel like they have to change for me either. And they right. shouldn't have to. Absolutely. Um, but it's always about being present. And I ha I still struggle with that. And I'm sure you do too. Mm -hmm. 
And I think we can all relate to that. It's so difficult in this day and age to be present. Yeah. You know? You're like saying that. I'm like, I have to like refocus things like in my day to day. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. And so if that's something I can work on, especially in a loving relationship, is just to be present. Sure. And to not, uh, you know, let a bad event or an upset client or, you know, midnight emails affect that person. Yeah. uh, Is something that. I definitely want to make happen. Yeah. It's a weird thing too, because do you think you could date the exact same person that you are in guy form? I don't think so. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, (laughs) you know, I, because I want to learn from them as well. And I feel like I wouldn't be growing if I was with someone that was just like me. Right. Uh, and I wouldn't want to want, I wouldn't want to be with someone that's just like me. I'm crazy. Like yeah, that would be boring. <laughs> yeah, it'd be boring. <laughs> or like way too crazy. Or way too crazy. Yeah. Like constant headache. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it's so, it's so, fun. <laughs> it's so, it's funny because I, I personally think that Alexa is a lot like me, but like it, we're not always exactly like each other at the same time. Okay. Yeah. So there's that balance. Yes. And gnarliness because like she, she very much needs passion. Yeah. A lot of passion. She loves like reading a book by herself, by the, you know, by the pool or whatever, just zoning out, watching TV and she'll zone out into her phone, whatever it is like that type of thing. But on the other side of it, she'll wake up at five 45 in the morning to like to Cardi B and start dancing like in her pajamas. Kid you not. She walks into her room and like, I came home. She sounds amazing. She's the best thing. I need to meet her. She, um, I came home one night and I had gotten a new, uh, whatchamacallit, like an Alexa, which is funny, like an Echo. Yeah, Um, love, love that. So I got a new one. So we had one in, we had the Bluetooth in the living room, a Bluetooth in our uh, bedroom, and then a Bluetooth in the bathroom because we both like listening to music while we take a shower. Yep. Amazing. So I come home and there's, and there's like, it was like going to the marquee. Like there was like EDM playing in the living room. Then there was, Latin music playing in the bathroom. Then there was classic rock playing in the in the in the bath uh, in the bedroom. And then she like walks out. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? She's just like, I don't know. Like I just I just wanted to party. I'm, I'm like, just dancing. Oh, I'm rocking out. <laughs> it's literally getting my morning jam on. Yeah, but what's crazy about that is like sometimes that happens when I'm in the I need to just like zone oh, out thing, and yeah. I'm like, whoa, like this is this is actually what it's like to date me. Um, but you know what I mean? So it's, it's, you see yourself sometimes in her. I do. And I'm sure she sees herself in you sometimes. Yeah. No, it's been really good, man. I could go on for a while about that, which is kind of (laughs) weird. That's awesome though. You found your person. I did. I definitely did find my person, which is awesome. Um, Christina, I, I don't know if you know this, but we actually like to wrap up the episode with one bit of advice from the guest to the listener. So if there is one type of, if there is one thing that you could, say to the listeners right now, whether it be about our relationships or just life in general, what would you say that is? Oh, there's so many things I could say. Um, I think the biggest from this year, what I learned is it's much more difficult to stay in something that no longer serves you purpose than leaving Mm. yeah yeah that's so true Mm -hmm. um 
I really appreciate your time here. It's been so awesome. Thank you for having me. Of this course. has been great. For everybody that wants to connect with you, where can they find you? Events by the Sea. And the C is actually spelled with a C as in cat. So C-E-A yeah. instead of C. <laughs> Um, so you can find us at Events by the Sea on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. I want to check out your YouTube. Yeah. That's exciting. Cool. Uh, to the listeners, we really appreciate your time. If you loved the episode, we would love a five-star review. If you didn't Please. like the episode that much, feel free to stick it to us, but subscribe anyways. Because <laughs> There you go. <laughs> absolutely. Because <laughs> we're going to have a lot of incredible people just like Christina back on the show. Thank you again. Thank you.